Well, well. Welcome to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals and parents. Today we're talking all about top 10s. Top 10 moments of New Horizons, top 10 games, top 10 dad moments. This is your dad joking cynic, Nick Metzger, and my favorite co-host, the ultimate stockholder, Sean Abbott. What's up, Sean? (laughs) How are you doing? (laughs) I am fantastic. I still like that name for stockholder. I mean, it still reflects on how hard I pushed the turnip exchange. <laughs> you were serious. Like you would sit in line for hours. I mean, I remember you being like, I'm in like a two hour line at the, at the, at the turnip exchange over here trying to get uh, that done. I've have, never I'd, done it. I'd have two, I'd have two iPads going and potentially my phone <laughs> at the same time under different cues. But, <laughs> Uh, but and Lindsay was only as bad. <laughs> the wife oh, was yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember you being like, yeah, Lindsay's, a, Lindsay's in line and I'm in line. One of us is going to get a good one. I'll drop the code if I get it. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. you were you were serious into the stockholder. So for those of you who don't know, we thought we would start our cast from now on using our passport name from New Horizons. Whatever it currently is, it'll change. We're, I'm sure of that. Um, Sean's at the moment is the ultimate stockholder because, well, he was the ultimate turnip uh, man back in the day when that was still a thing. I don't know. I don't know many people are really doing it in our in our Discord anymore, quite frankly. No. I think everybody kind of jumped on and got to a ridiculous amount of bells and kind of yeah. like, I've got enough, got enough money to do everything now. Tom Nook's not an enemy. That's true. Yeah, that that's 100% true. I think, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I know my son even asked me on Sunday, we were... I was just doing some stuff on there and he was like, you're going to get turnips. And I was like, nah, he's like, yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> yeah. She literally, she could, like, if I see her on the Island on a Sunday, I won't run past her and say, not anymore. Sorry. <laughs> That's no. right. Keep your snotty nose away from me. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> get away from me. COVID pig. Uh, that sounded really bad. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so I, I'm just a dad joking cynic. I, I did that a couple months ago, I think, or, Maybe I don't remember. Anyways, I I found those found those items and used them. Um, I think I'll probably change mine up every cast just for some fun stuff. But uh, currently, that's what I am because well, I do uh, I do like myself some good dad jokes. That's for sure. Oh, so, Sean, what have you been playing in the video game world? Um, after the last cast, I kind of uh, I tried the Snowboys thing, um, which worked. The 10 paths leading up to it. Um, so because I go out and do that every day, I've been doing other stuff. So I think in the Discord you saw I, I dropped the codes for the rug for the dock area that mm-hmm. I put the kids' tent on. Um, I'm part of a massive UK Animal Crossing Facebook group. Um, and there's a lot of people on there that are like sharing really good um, designs and stuff like that. So I'm starting to kind of really personalize the island now where before I kind of didn't use the design creator thing at all. Sure. Um, so she's quite weird for 12 months. I've barely used it other than for like posters and stuff in the house, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so now I'm going around, I'm kind of looking at different paths and things like that. I'm going to put down, I've got a woodland area that I kind of want to pave to make it look a little bit like the Lost, uh, Lost Woods from A Link to the Past. Oh, cool. Cool. That'd um, be really cool. It's just upside down, 
because I know in Lumpton in the past you walk up into the woods. This one, I'm, you kind of walk down, but I can't mm-hmm. got the same same sort of size looking clearing and trying to get a big rock to put in the middle and then so. But it's currently where all my snowboy snowboys end up. I roll them into that area because so, yeah. it's perfectly sized that I can get a ten path without causing much of a mess. The rest of the island. Um, the other thing I've been playing, and I was just talking to Nick about this before, is um, Call of Duty Warzone is taking up so much of my gaming time at the moment. <laughs> I seem to be getting a lot better at it. <laughs> which it should be because I put quite a lot of time into it. Um, I was playing it a bit last night. I went on and thought, oh, I'll just have half an hour, an hour, a few matches. Well, because Lindsay's watching um, How to Get Away with Murder on Netflix at the moment. So it's, I'm, I'm not into that. And you're just so murdering just, people on, on, online. <laughs> online, yeah. <laughs> and, um, there's, there's, different ga- there's different events in there now. So you can just play the box standard map um you, you can play that as quads trios duos or solo um they've now made a new island called um i think it's called rebirth island or my mind might be wrong with that which I'm probably somebody out there will probably correct me um but i was playing trios on that last night and with two random guys we came second and i was the only member of the team left and it was it was hectic. There was just people all over the place. So for the team to come second was, and I took the headset off afterwards because kind of like that was, it was an intense. So I took the headset off and kind of sat there for a second, and then like turned around. And Lindsay's there with like saucepans for her eyes, looking at me. She's like, "You were breathing so heavy." And I'm like, <laughs> "Really?" She's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, just taking like a check of myself and I could feel my heartbeat and I looked at my watch and it's like doing 130 beats a minute and I'm like oh man that's crazy why, why, why you got a I serious like cardio workout but yeah it was yeah didn't realize it gets like because the headset I've got on it kind of like there's no external noise and it's all oh, Dolby 7.1 and so nice. like it, the realism starts to come in with the noise and stuff like that but yeah obviously it kind of triggered off the fight or flight side of apparently <laughs> that's awesome you started a tiktok is that right are you uh are you um, doing like a yes. gaming account tiktok thing i have i didn't capture anything last night which is annoying because um i think i disabled the automatic capture function um a couple of weeks ago so any like main massive events on the xbox some like for achievements or um I don't know else it does it for, but for, yeah, it automatically starts to capture 30 seconds of video. Oh, that's cool. I disabled, yeah, I disabled that, and I wish I hadn't, because now it's like it's slowed down the amount of stuff that I've got to, I've got to physically um, hit the home button, hit X, and then it should record it. But kind of like when you're in the moment, it, I kind of forget. So, but yeah, I started a TikTok. Um, it's currently under my own personal handle. Um, I'm looking at, I don't know how to use that um, platform brilliantly just yet. So I don't know if I can have like multiple accounts, but yeah, still waiting for our internet. Once we get fiber, I'll be doing um, live streams of playing it on Twitch. That's awesome. I'm pretty pumped about this. I can't wait to, I can't wait till you get this so you can start doing it. 
I know you were bummed because you had plans like when we started dad crossing that you just couldn't come to true fruition because you didn't have the internet to do it. So yeah, I'm cool to see what your streams. Literally three days, three days and I will have, I'll have the power. <laughs> the power of fiber. <laughs> sounds like, it sounds, sounds like a serial tagline. The power of fiber. <laughs> Go eat your Wheaties. <laughs> So have you, you, Nick, if you, if you played anything, well, I was going to ask you, cause I'm playing an immortal still. Um, cause I cannot play an open world game fast. Like some people, I, I wish I could, but I suck at it. So are you still playing immortals or have you, I mean, apparently not. Did you drop it or what? Um, happened? I haven't dropped it completely. I've got stuck. Oh, really? I don't know if I've got, yeah. I don't know if I've got the difficulty setting too hard, uh, but it's taken a lot of grinding to get, anything done so i started out with aphrodite and mm-hmm. i did the small task of getting her the um rolling the pearl into the water mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. getting her the, the foam of the sea um but the 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 legendary and the hard enemies mm-hmm. i just can't seem to defeat them so hmm. I don't know if I've got the difficulty too high or I just, so I'm spending a lot of time going around and doing all the remedial parts for all the different gods to get yeah. all the, um, basically just for collecting stuff, collecting the XP points, collecting mm-hmm. um, as ambrosia crystals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all for those. health and stuff. To, yeah, to try and beef up my attacks. Mm-hmm. It's just taking it's taking a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, see, I get sucked into that stuff. So I, 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 I'm actually on the flip side of that. So I've, I've, I pretty much did everything in the Golden Isle. Um, like I opened up all the chests, did all the epic chests, the guarded chests. I mean, at least all the ones I could find. Like I'm not using a map, or I'm not using like a like a guide or anything. I just, I mean, I just use Farsight a lot to see what I can find. Um, yeah. And so I pretty much did all those. And then I just kind of cleaned out the War's Den, um, which is the one that's kind of to the right of the Golden Isle where the Hall of Gods is. Yes, the um, Achilles. Uh, Ares. Ares. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, so I've done everything in that one now. I've got all his blessings. And I actually just went to the Hall of Gods last night and I have, I have upgraded my axe to the highest level. Um, and I will say, so here's the one thing I'll say about this game. Everybody hates breaking weapons. Like, like I don't know if everybody does, but it's a big complaint. If there's one complaint in Breath of the Wild, it's the one you get. I'm like, oh, I hate that I got I have all these weapons and they break and blah, blah, blah. But it is very hard to not find a way to spam weapons when none break, right? So, like, all I'm using is an axe i have in my in the query of things i can use a sword an axe a bow like five different god powers and then a whole bunch of different smaller things that you can do all all i'm using is an axe and uh i can't think of what it's called now the one where the arrows come up out of the ground um, not got that one yet is okay. that one of the god powers yeah one of the god powers so i use the axe and that and if I use those two, I'm golden. Because 
you can you can start chaining the the axes together and when you feel like you're about to get overrun or someone as long as you don't get hit your your axe hits uh start to stack on top of each other and it gets more and more powerful and then when you feel like somebody's about to and you're getting the stun from the axe too so that's helping you as well and that's why i use the arrow because when somebody comes at me and i feel like i'm about to be in trouble or get hit i use the god power of the arrow and that has amazing amount of stun and so it usually will put if it doesn't put them out, it at least makes them stop for a second. If it doesn't fill their stun bar, um, and so like I was, I was fighting. I won't say their name because I don't want to give away anything. But I was fighting this one enemy, and I got to a hundred and ten chained combo attacks and had yet wow. to been hit. And I mean, I was doing crazy amount of damage. And so I, the, the it's fun, but it is kind of like. There's this whole other weapon that I'm just like, I don't even touch. Like, I never touch the sword. I haven't done any of the, I think this sword's at like level four because that's when I realized, and I think it goes up to like eight. And when, by the time the sword got to level four, I realized, yeah, I don't want to, I don't use this. So I'm not going to even upgrade it anymore. So I'm only upgrading the axe, which is now completely upgraded and armor now is all I need to upgrade. And so I, I think for me, the game will start to play quicker because I'm, I'm almost yeah. done getting the side chests and everything. So I like the sword because I like you can volley. So if you hold, hold down the sword attack, volley the enemy into the air, then start a chain with the sword. And then if, just as you go to like not use the last strike of the sword chain, switch to the axe, start the axe chain, and then hold the axe button. And then that hammers them into the floor. And it kind of like that's basically the combo nice. I use. Yeah, see, it's, it's it's really interesting where I've just been like, you know what? I'm just and sometimes it does get me in a perilous position because the axe is so slow. And so I'll get into a point to where I'm like, oh man, I'm in trouble. Especially if they start moving really quick. The first legendary, the race, the legendary guy in the Golden Isle, he he I so had fast. to Yeah, he's so fast. And I was I was only using the axe that it was very difficult. That's when I started to learn. At that point, I was only using the axe. And that's when I started to bring in um, the the arrows from the ground and the god power. And that really kind of, that, that helped me um, get the edge over him. But, so there is some strategy, but there also is some ability to spam those weapons, I think. And I don't know, maybe it's not spamming. It's just however, like we just talked about two different strategies. But yeah. I will see. I'm, I'm still having a lot of fun with that game. See, I like... The broken weapon, being able to break weapons, especially because of Breath of the Wild, being as vast as it was for a Zelda game, it, it was very survival based. Mm-hmm. And for me, any survival based game, you need to to have breakable weapons. So any any zombie like horror style survival game I've ever played, you have breakable weapons, and it makes you choose your actions carefully so. mm-hmm. yeah i you know it didn't bother me i just hear a lot of people talk about it i mean i remember one of my favorite memories in Beth of the wild is when i first get out of the cave and you and i dove into the water and i found this like really cool sword and i was like it wasn't really cool in hindsight right like i mean it was pretty it wasn't like i felt like i found something super that nobody had ever found it really wasn't yeah yeah and so i bring it out and i'm like i'm like hacking people up and like this is the coolest thing and then it just breaks on me and i'm like i'm like in total tears like now that was my soul now i'm back to a stick 
Yeah, the one thing I used to keep, I accidentally used to do on Breath of the Wild is swords, uh, shield surf with oh, like yeah. high with high powered shields. Completely forget that I had them like equipped and be surfing my way down this mountain, and then like the the shield would break, and I'd be like, <gasps> "What have I done?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I could talk about Breath of the Wild forever. Um, I am still playing Among Us with friends. Uh, so the last Saturday we played from like nine thirty to one in the morning. I don't even know how we did it. It was a ridiculous amount of time that we played this game. But there's no, there's no XPL level up system to that game either. So you no, are basically playing for the fact of playing. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the crazy part. Like we're not gaining anything by playing. It was just it's we were just having a great time chatting and like uh, and just kind of hanging out. It has been um, it has been a real godsend for you know the uh, where I'm still in quarantine for having COVID, um, so uh, I think everybody knew that. Maybe they didn't know that I had it. Maybe they only knew that my wife had it. Anyways, I have it too. The symptoms are not that bad for me. I mean, I'm not I'm not downplaying COVID. It, I am blessed to have uh, low symptoms to to really none. So I understand COVID can be serious for some people. I am blessed that it isn't for me. Um, so I've been in quarantine. I haven't really been able to hang out with friends or anything like that. And so, uh, yeah, Among Us has been a good way to be able to hang out with those, with those peeps. Um, I'm teaching two kids because they can't go to school because obviously, uh, you know, we have COVID. So, um, the other thing we've been doing, my son has gotten into playing Smash. Um, for any of you who don't know, I don't really, I mean, I bought Smash thinking that maybe this would be the one. It's not the one. I'm just not really a Smash fan. But it, it, it has been fun playing with Noah. And even Ariel gets in there. And because we all really have no idea what we're doing, um, it's a good time. We just kind of play the stock battles and smash around. And we're unlocking characters slow, but sure, a lot of times they beat us. But it's been fun. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah. On the far front of COVID, it's, it's closed everything again here. We're in a full... UK lockdown of only kids that are allowed to go back to school, critical workers and things like that, which, which fortunately, because Lindsay's now teaching at college and I work in the electrical industry, um, we're both key workers. So Logan's still going to nursery. My daughter, Emily, still going to school apart from her bubbles collapsed. So she's now not going to school, but she's having to self-isolate with her mum. Um, but Jay is back to home learning. So she kind of, where I'm sat now is where her school kind of sits. So if you want to talk about what we've been doing parenting wise, I've bought a car, a desk that's on its way. I need to build that, bought Jay a chair um, and then kind of thought I need to make this space really nice for, for working. So she's got color changing LED, all voice controlled, strip lights for around this desk that's come in and that's awesome some, yeah so we're trying to make her because we've got a feeling this is going to last a while and she's in she's supposed to be doing her mock exams for like her gcses um which she now can't do so she's a bit good about that um so we're trying to make that space that she works in a little bit more comfortable and Hopefully, cheer her up because she's been a bit blue about it. So sure, but yeah, it's back to 
the Lindsay's taking her grandparents tomorrow, I think, for their COVID shots. Um, but yeah, back to not being able to see my parents properly. It is rubbish. I want it to yeah. be over. Yeah, maybe under that. So you guys are getting vaccines tomorrow? Or somebody uh, is? We're not. Um, Lindsay's grandparents are. So oh, they're both, nice. in their 80, both in their 80s. So they kind of in that first queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not at a... Well, health workers were first, at least in... I think in America, but at least in our county, I know for sure. Um, so I don't think we have them. I know they started last week vaccinating them. I think uh, I was on a webinar about it, and I think they said that in the next like week or two, they're hoping to have um, everybody everybody done. Um, I know I've said this before. It's really funny. Pfizer, the vaccine is made like 45 minutes from me, but like we're getting the Moderna one because there is, as ironic as it is, there isn't an actual refrigerator in our county that can handle that can handle the the Pfizer vaccine. So. So they're getting shipped everywhere else and we're getting them a dirty one, which I don't really care. I don't know any difference about it, but it's just kind of ironic. Yeah. Um, I think the figures for the UK is there's 26 million vaccines given to 23 million people so far, which is a lot. Yeah. Since they've been doing a very good job. Yeah. Of getting that done. So. Yeah, that's great. Hopefully, hopefully we can get it done and get it over with, and uh, you know, be able to see people and get in groups uh, and not get. <laughs> I know it's a family-friendly podcast, but I literally cannot wait to be able to stand in a pub with all the lads and have a beer. I Amen. Had, I haven't done that in nearly twelve months. It's driving me mad. Amen. No, I mean whatever you want to do, whatever. I mean, go to a concert. Uh, my my wife and I were just talking about we we go to Olive Garden like once every two months normally it's like a date thing because we just love Olive Garden I know it's not like the best Italian restaurant in the world you don't have to tell me that I get it but for whatever reason we will just shove ourselves with breadsticks and uh, a plethora of carbs and then come home and just like crash um because that's a good date for us um but you know we haven't been able to really do that i mean we could we could order it out but it's just not the same we did it once and it was like super expensive and i don't know it just wasn't worth yeah, it yeah we i mean we got some meal vouchers for local restaurants around us that we we enjoy and we were we were actually discussing that like we could they're, they're doing like a takeaway service but it's the getting dressed up but going out sitting in the setting yeah it, yeah so we're the same yeah so we're excited for that as well. So, yeah. Um, when, when, you, when you mentioned Olive Garden, the, the only link I have to Olive Garden is from the Sonic movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have them over there? I have no idea. Do you guys have um, Olive Garden? I, I don't think we do. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Leave, only in America can you pile yourself full of unlimited pasta and then, you know, go home. Welcome, welcome to America. <laughs> hey, on that note, why don't we talk about some Isabel morning announcements? All right, Isabel's morning announcements. We have Pabe Day. Uh, I just wanted to chat about it a little bit. Um, we had gotten word that that's going to be the next thing. Um, uh, in New Leaf and everything, I, I looked it up just out of interest to, to get a feel. That doesn't come until 
February or March, depending on which entry. City Folk was the first one that ever had it, and that was in March. In New Leaf, it's it's in uh, middle of February, so we could be a while out for that. Yeah, it's been pretty dry. Um, anyway, we were just discussing a little break. Um, yeah, it's like since Toy Day, it's going to be just quiet. It's, yeah, Nintendo haven't released anything. I mean, the the only videos they've released on YouTube is. Um, like a New Year's resolution thing, which was actually quite cute because it was like they described getting to know your islanders better and things like that, and, and which I thought mm. was pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like I'm making snowmen daily, getting the DIYs and snowflakes finally. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, not much has changed on the island. Uh, I've lost the the Christmas lights disappeared January the sixth. So. That was sad. Yeah, is Isabel's last job for 2020 into 2021. They really should have Isabel out there for like a day, just like with a box with like lights, just like all over, <laughs> just taking it out with like that little, that little like the blue, the blue circles over their head when they're angry. Yeah. Just she's just like goes from tree to tree for one day, <laughs> just like totally angry. She won't talk to you or anything. That'd be just funny. occasionally, just occasionally find a sat down wrapped up in lights. <laughs> That would be so good. I mean, now that's real life right there, right? Like you're just like, I gotta take this crap down now. <laughs> Merry Christmas to somebody. <laughs> that would be fantastic. So yeah, I uh, I put a I tweeted out, I was like, Well, you think we'll hear about Pave Day this week? And then I was like interested, I was like, I wonder I wonder when it has been. So when I looked that up, I we probably won't hear about Pave Day for a couple for a couple of weeks, I would imagine. I mean, if it's not going to be, if the earliest is mid-February, they're not going to break anything out anytime soon for it. Uh, that would be a little yeah. too early. And I have a feeling no, no, there. No, I'm going to say, go no, ahead. No, look, you'll probably, no, no, look, you'll probably wake up later <laughs> after this and be like, oh, they dropped a video. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think it'll be tomorrow because they have already pumped out that they are super excited for, uh, 3D World and Bowser's Inside or not Inside Story, Bowser's Fury or whatever it is. So they're gonna be they're gonna be I think pushing that for at least this week. I would be I would think. But like you said, they'll make me a liar and then we'll figure out how we're gonna cover it. Uh, <laughs> that's how that works. As always. Uh, the second thing I wanted to touch on real quick, um, the Golden Shovel. I had said previously in a I think a cast or two ago. That Gullib- that I thought Gullivar counted uh, towards your golden shovel count because I thought that it did, but it doesn't. So it counts towards the Nook Mile achievement of helping Gulliver, um, but Gullivar does not, not count towards your golden shovel. You have to help Gulliver 30 times. And uh, so I don't, I don't know. I'm probably months away from it. At this point, sweet. See, somebody that's got one thousand and fifty-five hours or forty-four days into the game. Real I thought by now you'd have helped Gulliver that many times. Because is he like is once every other week? Yeah, like normally. Yeah, like once every other week. And what are we at? We're at nearly fifty-two weeks of the game. So. Not nearly 52. It hasn't even been... When at 52 would be a month or a year. So, I don't know. This Sorry, math is this math okay. is beyond me. Somebody, somebody has to math for me. Match, match. 
18th. Um, I remember it was like March 20th. So, I mean, really March was over. So like April, May, June, July, August, September, October. This is great. This is great cast stuff, by the way. October, November, September. As I count on my hands, people, I'm counting on my hands. So that is nine, nine months. And if you get them twice a month, which is probably pretty accurate, that's like 18 times. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Sorry, it's just 2020 seemed like it just went on forever. So <laughs> I should have helped that damn bird. Whoops. I should have helped that bird like a hundred times. But yeah, that's what it feels like I did. Um so so yeah, so I am I'm probably months away from the golden shovel at this point. Uh, a good five, I would say. Um, but on that note, what I'm not months away from, but only two days is 300 active resident days I've played since the very beginning. And in two days, I will get my last Nook Mile stamp that I have played uh, Animal Crossing for 300 days. 300 consecutive days. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or just 300 days until... No, no, it's just active. So, like, you, you, can, yeah. you can still get it. You don't have to play consecutively. But, I mean, I have. But you don't have to. Um, it's just whenever you have been active on Animal Crossing for 300 days, you'll get that stamp. So, it's not consecutive. So, yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. That'll be the last one I'll be interested. I will use the words, whatever I get, whatever I get from that one, I will use at least one of those words in whatever my title will be for this <laughs> guest. That I promise you. That'll do. Our first top 10, Sean. Top yeah. 10 Animal Crossing moments of 2020. See, this was really difficult because I came into playing Animal Crossing as a complete rookie. There was sure. no way around it. I'd never played. I, I tried to get into playing New Leaf on the DS and was like, <laughs> when we first started discussing this podcast, because I, I generally had some some interest in the game because I wanted to, to play it. I'd seen that there was a whole entire community out there that was absolutely played Animal Crossing like you have, Nick, where it's, you've gone through every single one, you've poured hours into it, and I was like, how, how can people do that? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I had like this genuine interest into, like, why is this game so good? And so tried to play New Leaf, and I don't know if it was because it was on a small handheld thing that I was like, wow, I've, I might have bitten off more than I can shoot trying to get into a complete new genre of game. And, right. But I, I persevered because the new game was coming out, and I enjoyed chatting with you and Dan about it and, and like the idea of doing the podcast and so on. And then New Horizon came out and the first half of my top 10 is literally falling in love with Animal Crossing. That's awesome. It was fun Gen- to watch too. Can I tell you that? <laughs> it was fun to watch. So, so. It's, it's great. Uh, there's, there's people that like in real life, the like guys at work that, kind of ask hey, why do you do a podcast about a kid's game and I'm like <laughs> it is a kid's game but it's more than that it's, it's, it's been great it's been a good year to have a game that you oh, can yeah. focus on like this um, it definitely helped with the first lockdown um, but yeah it's just it's great it's very relaxed you can play at your own pace um, I mean the Facebook group that I'm part of, I think there's, there must be at least two posts a day on there. People saying, oh, I've just picked up the game. I'm a new star. Any hints and tips? And 
everybody's like, oh, here, come to my island and you can have all these bells and I'll give you all these DIYs and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make these tools here. And I'm like, I, every single time I see that, I'm like, no, you're ruining the game for them. It's just stop. And yep. like, I literally just put, just take your time, play it slowly, really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. You can race, race to the end and kind of burn out with the game pretty quick. Yeah, you only get to do it once, right? I mean, I mean, you can do it as many times as you want, but you only get to do it fresh once. Like, so, so you might as well just enjoy that experience. I, I totally, it makes sense. The gamer in all of us makes us want to get to the end, but like, it's just so much not about the end. Like, that's that's not at all what it's about. So, uh, for me, mine was because I have played them all except for New Leaf. I'm with you, Sean. I played New Leaf, and I know this is definitely a controversial opinion. I just couldn't get into the 3DS version of Animal Crossing. And I know there's a lot of people out there that say that that's the baby. That's the one that's better than New Horizons. That's missing, you know, that that New Horizons is missing so much stuff. But I just couldn't get into that one. And so I bought a 3DS to play Animal Crossing, played it for a day, and I returned it. I just couldn't get into it. Um, And so, um, so coming back, to my beloved franchise after so so very long um you know i open up i open up new horizons now and i don't even think about it but man when i think back to that midnight stream of like my first time uh like getting my my plane ticket and getting onto my island that was a magical moment that was a ton of fun so that's my that's my top one what do you got next for us uh it's getting Lindsay involved so i think the game must have been out four weeks and she'd seen how much i was playing it and how much i was enjoying it and kind of like felt sorry for her because it was kind of like look i can do this and every two minutes um but then like she kind of she kind of cracked and gave in bought her own switch bought the game and then hit the game harder than i did she did. She was in uh, it, man. Yeah. So that was good. <laughs> it was it was nice to because she doesn't play a lot of video games. Um, she used to, she well she tells me she used to when she was little. She was into Crash Bandicoot and things like that. But um, I can't get her into anything modern. I say modern anything that I can play. Um, sure. So excuse me. Um, it was good to. To do that and actually share some video gaming experience with the with the wife, other than playing Mario Kart or Mario Party with the kids. Um, sure. So that was nice jumping on each other's island. I got a lot of photos that are like in screenshots that I took of us doing silly romantic things on. Mm-hmm. I remember those. Those were awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. And that was fun. That was one of my top ten. It was a nice moment to share. Yeah, so showing, uh, mine's similar, but just showing this game to so many new people. I mean, on Discord, there are so many people who have been who have been playing for the first time. Um, my son, uh, my daughter, my uh, a good friend of mine who picked it up, wasn't sure if he was going to because wasn't certain if the family would really get into it. And now they have an island with everybody on it. And so just just showing just showing this game to so many people. Um, it's just the thing that I love to be able to share it um, has been has been uh, an amazing thing for me. So that's that would be my number two. 
Um, I think we both share, just looking at the doc, I've been quite cheeky and looking at your list as well as mine. Um, I think starting the podcast. So podcasting is always something that, well, not podcasting as such, but streaming and content creating is something that I kind of wanted to do for a while. For somebody that doesn't like the sound of their own voice or to talk for any great deal of length. <laughs> I kind of wanted to start creating content to kind of break that mold a little bit. So um, I, think I was really excited when the Nintendo Dads kind of invited me on as a... Um, for my spot as you were a Patreon of, producer. Yes, the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that was good. I kind of did that with them, realized that I needed I enjoyed it and that I wanted to get into it a bit more. So I bought the mic. Um trying yeah, to figure out were... and, and that you got in touch and I was like, Yeah, yay. And somebody actually wants me to do something in this case. So um and then all the chat between me and you and Dan, because it kind of like for anybody that's listened to this, it kind of and listened to us from the start, it kind of went from not having an Animal Crossing podcast to boom, it was all I talked about and did. And yeah, <laughs> um, there was a lot of preamble to that. So, like the messages between me, you, and Dan, and the, like the first Zoom meeting we had where we didn't really record anything, we just sort of like chatted about what we had the ideas and. Yeah, it was it's good. It was it was nice to make friends with two guys that are so far away from me, and then you two are a distance from each other. But yeah, mm-hmm. to have friends in different parts of the world, it was it's been really good. Yeah, no, yeah, it's for sure. Um, yeah, I remember you. You, I was listening to the to the dads, and I was I had reached out to Justin and said, you know, hey, I would really like to do this, and Justin was like, great we'll be happy to support you, but you got to find the people. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. And so I was a little like, I don't know. Um, and I just remember, I remember thinking, Hey, he's cool. And then you had said something like, yeah, this, I'd love to do this again, or this, I'd love to do this. Or you said something about like, you'd, you'd want to continue the podcast. And I was like, well, I don't know if he likes animal crossing, but I'm going to see because I don't, because maybe he will. And so, um, so yeah, that was, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. I remember being so stoked about the, about the Animal Crossing Direct. It was going to be our first real recording meeting. Uh, our first real, we had done like a, we had done one that we posted, but it, it was just like a test that we posted out. Um, but this was going to be like the first real one after the Direct. And so my, never forget the Direct and, and the fact that, I watched the direct. My wife was, um, remember we were not in pandemic time yet. So my wife was actually at a conference in Indy. Um, at that point it was in, it was like middle January, I want to say. So, um, so my wife was at a conference in Indy and the direct happened. I was taking care of the kiddos. I had my daughter had a doctor's appointment, which we were like somewhat concerned about, but I didn't really think it was a big deal. I was like, okay, we'll take her and, you know, they'll give us something to help out with the situation. That'll be it. We take her to the doctor and he's like, um, yeah, he's like, well, that's fixable. It's not really a big worry. Um, we'll get her into surgery. And I was like, um, uh, what? And she, I was like, so like in a week or something? And he's like, no, 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 like later today. 
and I remember like texting you guys being like, I felt, I felt like so bad. Cause I was like, I just, this is our first real commitment that I agreed to do. And I like, can't do it. I'm like, I'm sorry guys. My daughter's going into surgery. And so like we were, we drove up to, to the, to a, a, a larger hospital about an hour away. And it was just like an outpatient thing. It wasn't like life threatening or anything, but it was just how abrupt it was and how quick it was. that I had no idea it was coming and it was there. And, and so then you guys moved everything to midnight so that I could still be part of it. Cause we were going to do it at like noon or something. And so, yeah, I'll just, I will just never forget that direct and all that went around that first recording and the whole thing. It was just crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was a good way. It was a good start, and <laughs> yeah. we we've only ever, ever been accommodating. So we've, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So, um, I think the next one on my list is getting the five, the first five star rating. So because I worked very hard to get that. <laughs> you did, and you were first. I think you were. Um, you beat me, if I remember correctly. Um, you were the first one to five stars. I'm pretty sure that's true. No, I think you had the golden watering can before me. Uh, I have to go back and look, but I, I thought you beat me by like a week or something like that. Uh, um, uh, for me, the, yeah. the swap meets uh, were big. That would be my next one on my list. Uh, I, I really enjoyed doing those back. Um, you hosted a couple. I hosted a couple. Uh, there was a lot of fun. Those were good times. Yeah. I'm going to say I modeled f- an entire section of my island for fun. Yep. <laughs> you did. It was, so. pretty, it was pretty sweet, too. Uh, um, but then going, my next one on the list is going from the five-star rating. My island now has a one-star rating. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it weed-filled? Is that why? Or what is it? Yes, it is. The campsite's got... <laughs> purposely got a lot of weeds around it and i don't want to change that so but i think i might have to i'm gonna look at um designs basically i use try and use the design tool because yeah well i don't know because there's no other than getting the, the the flowers there's no real thing to having not having a five star island it hasn't changed the way the game plays and the yeah. looks nice. So, yeah, you got it's something you got to make for yourself, like whether or not you want it. I, I go from four to five stars whenever I decide to pick up my DIY recipes on the ground that I just kind of throw over there for people to look at. Um, but yeah. I, I think I'm going to stop doing that because nobody, like, unless they're super important, like, unless there's something for like Christmas or something from a balloon that, that's more rare. Like, most people, when I call them over, they're like, yeah, we have all these. And so, which, that makes sense. I mean, we just kind of have a core group that have been playing for a while. So I'll probably pick those up, but, but yeah, five star, once you get it, it's like, well, okay, I can keep it or lose it. It's not a big deal. I think I managed to keep it for about three months. And then, um, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It, came, yeah. I, it's, it, it came with the, the rebuild of my Island. Obviously, having to move everything around, get rid of trees, get rid of shrubs, get rid of plants, get rid of everything, basically, and move everything around. It kind of dropped down to one star, and then I've not kind of planted. I've got flowers. They're outside each. Like, each person has a different set of flowers outside the house and stuff like that. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, it's just I'm making the island how I'd like it to be now, though. Tailored for the five stars, so which is quite nice because it's it's one of those where you a lot of people ask like in the community on Facebook are pushing like, oh, how do you get five stars? I want five stars. And people say, no, oh, I've had five stars since, you know, I could get terraforming and blah, blah, blah. And it's just mm. like, it's, that's great. But um, I, yeah. So it's all about whatever, whatever it is to you, that's what it is. That's what makes Animal Crossing awesome. Um, AC Olympics. I was really bummed. We only did one of these, but the one we did was a lot of fun. Um, I would have loved to have done a couple more. Um, but they were just kind of, I don't know, we just never really got them scheduled and trying to figure out what to do. So, um, but the one we did was a lot of fun. Um, and so, yeah, that would be, that would be my next one. Yeah. Um, my next one's New Year's at Yar Island. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with that. I, I, um, I saw that and I was like, yep, I did what Chad said. So I, for those that know, and I don't know if, people who I work with listen to this, but I took my switch into work and I did my own island for like the five minutes that I could get on at midnight because um, I was quite busy. Um, but then at like three o'clock in the three, four, five, five o'clock-ish in the morning, yeah. um, went back on and spent New Year's with, with Nick's family on Nick's island. Yeah, <laughs> so you Nick's did. Home. It was so much fun. It was great. I loved it. And for me, it was just because I am quarantined, right? Um, We were were quarantined then too. Uh, My wife had it at that point. Um, It was just, it was just fun. I mean, we couldn't be at a, at a family's house or at a party or anything like that. And so it was just time to be able to at least celebrate new years with somebody. And so, and to be honest, like, I, we turn my wife and I turned on the the you know whatever the new whatever the popular New Year's event is wherever, and I was like I don't really care like I'm just listening to some people sing and chat and do dumb I was like you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hang out at Animal Crossing if you want to watch this you watch it I'm just gonna do it. and she was like no I don't need it so yeah I don't know it was just it was a good time they did a really good job with the fireworks I mean it was really good mm-hmm. yep that's for sure. Uh, what do you got? What's next? Um, I've got, you've got the same as me. Um, basically, Chad's Black Friday event, but a lot of our community events that other people have done have been great. So, yep. it's I get I think it comes back to the the, the the whole of the community thing where different people have done different stuff. I uh, solo opened up and did everybody's. Um, to come and collect the Christmas DIYs early. Yeah. So our, our resident time traveler helped out everybody, which is good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's things like that. It's the how the community reacts to different things and helps everybody out. I think that's kind of what that goes to. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm going to actually, so I put terrible, but I'm actually going to change this one because um, I, I thought about this as we started to go down this list. Um, my daughter, uh, was she had some it wasn't covid related but she had a fever and she because of all that and of course we didn't know and blah blah blah. she couldn't we couldn't do anything it was her birthday's in june and she got a fever let me start back her birthday's in june she got a fever and so we couldn't really do anything she felt really bad and and didn't like i don't know there just wasn't a lot there and so 
we, uh, she was just sitting on the couch and she was like, dad, can I play animal crossing? And you know what? I wasn't even thinking about like what day it was and, and what, what would happen. And I was like, sure. And so I got the switch out for her and I set it on her lap and it was like the, it was like a little bright spot in a very like, not the greatest birthday, you know? I mean, there just wasn't a lot to do. There wasn't a lot we could do. She didn't feel like doing a lot. And then she opened up the switch. One, I had forgotten what was about to happen. And two, she didn't know. And so she opens up the switch and people are like, hey, you know, her animals are like, it's your birthday. And so, <laughs> and so she's like, whoa, look at this. Everybody's dancing around me, you know? And it was like, it was a great, it was a really great moment for her to just have a little bright spot and a not so great birthday. So that's my news. That's a good one. That is really good, actually, because, uh, yeah, I went on, I liked, I liked the event for the birthday, so I can imagine being really little if you're not feeling very well, that just anybody celebrating to that extent yeah. of your birthday is probably really nice. So. Yeah, yeah, it really was, and she had no idea it was coming, and I had just spaced it. I hadn't spaced what she was about to experience, and so it, she was just, like, blowing away, and so, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, the other thing, the next one is um, remaking your island. Is is it's, it's hard. Well, it took me two weeks without time traveling, and then I got really frustrated. So, time traveled for the last like two or three days, um, <laughs> just to get it, just to move the inclines around because it was right. yeah, it was that I was waiting for, and it was making it difficult to get around my island. So, um, but yeah, the whole island remake was fun. I moved everybody all the villages to the same, to the right place. Um, I think I recently updated my dream address. So um, I need to post that into the Discord so people can pop across and have a look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun to do. Um, time consuming and expensive. So <laughs> Very the ultimate, expensive. Being, being the ultimate stockholder, I went from like 13 and a half million bells to like, I'm now at eight and a half million <laughs> So, yeah, and yeah, they're very it's, expensive <laughs> for sure. Um, for me, I, I think uh, I kind of mentioned this already, but uh, my midnight stream, though, when I first opened up uh, New Horizons uh, back in the day when I thought I was going to be streaming it a lot more, and then quarantine happened and kids and they were all locked down, we had to teach them and blah blah blah. But uh, that first stream was a ton of fun. We had a bunch of people up there and they were, we were all kind of experiencing it. On, on what was going to be my island for the first time. So that was a lot of fun. Um, pitfall traps. I've had a lot yes! of fun with those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've had, a, yeah, I, I didn't realize what the pitfall seeds were for because they were in New Leaf and I didn't really understand what they were for. But getting them in New Horizons has been funny. The amount of violence, I, I think I've managed to trap far of my islanders together. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> just that just sit there watch them for a little bit and I thought this is really funny and then yeah <laughs> I love it yeah pitfalls are great um, next one for me uh, getting all the bugs and fish that was a recent um, accomplishment uh, last month that I did uh, no time travel or anything like that I just uh, <laughs> I just persevered through it all and waited until it came and got all the fish so and all the bugs so that's my last one. What's your last one, Sean? Um, the monthly mayhems. The monthly mayhem that we did that was animal crossing related was good fun. Um, mm -hmm. 
it was good to see the imagination with everybody in our community um, for the different areas of the island. I know Dan spent a long time on that pirate ship. <laughs> he did, man. So... <laughs> he kept he kept negotiating with Drew and John about what what he could do, how many shots he could take, how he could make it. <laughs> I remember that. And he won. He was like, he was gonna make sure he won. That's okay. That's yeah. Sure. So definitely. So that was good. good. Was the people, the, the level of commitment and the level of imagination of people in the mm. community was a brilliant. So we got some community responses too. Um, I'll read uh, this first one. Uh, if I can get to it, this is from the two-handed sip of water um, on Twitter at two-handed water um he said his favorite ac moment our denver retro gamer gaming group got together in the game and one of our members had replicated our shirt design so we all got it from him in his town and then got together for a pick it was still early on but so much fun um and they did a really good there's a picture on our twitter that he posted um of it and he did a they did a really good picture it looked uh it looks a lot like uh like we're in the ac direct where there were all the people and they shot off the the poppers i mean they, there's a really well done picture but they had to really work on that sucker um so it's cool and one guy one one guy has a has a black rose in his mouth which i think is pretty awesome um so yeah that's really cool you know you know what i just realized sean that no, that we never put as a top moment now that i think about a group getting together the Nintendo Dads podcast. Yeah. How did we never? How, how did neither one of us think about that? That took some organizing as well. That, that took did. some serious organization. That did. Oh man, we like we crafted, and I still have it down in down in my basement. We crafted that that um, podcast room for like ever. But that's really funny. I don't know why that never because I loved that that experience. That was great. Uh, uh, no offense, Nintendo Dads, we love you. I don't know why it didn't come to mind at the time. I think, I think it's it because we did. I think it's because it was under their podcast. It was we. They kind of came to our island and kind of came into our world to do their podcast. So it kind of like yeah, yeah. It was really weird. I remember us talking like, is this a Nintendo life. Dad or a Dad Crossing podcast? Like, what is? This? <laughs> uh, what What are some of the other community responses? Um, Frosticles dropped one that his. Top moment in our crossing was overcoming his fear of terraforming. Um, when we had him as a guest on the podcast, he was really like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to make get started. I don't know. You know, I haven't really got much imagination for it. And then he overcame that. And yeah, that guy's island still, even to this day, his museum layout and everything like that is pretty amazing. So yeah. Yeah, he knocked it out. He kind of, he did. And then I think the the last one that came was from Solo Something. Um, and this is, I think it's in two parts, is this. Um, top Animal Crossing moments for me were when the family all got into it with it's him. It's Spider Sean, just to, not to interrupt you, Spider. but I'll make sure. Spider Sean. Yep. My so go for it, sorry. Yeah, I forgot to put the name next to the... Uh... Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, just about how his family got into the game. And then when he first started, how we'd answer all his questions and help him. <laughs> uh, I guess it's all about, for him, it's been all about the community and the, the bonding through the game with the family. Um, and then just 
things like we've already said, like he's like enjoyed celebrating his birthday, decorating his house and like all the different events for the islands, apart from catching DIYs and balloons, which I think everybody over the last six weeks has absolutely despised. Yes, 100% for sure. Can't, can't agree anymore. But yeah, uh, I think that concludes our first top 10. Yeah, the first one's done, and now we are on to the dad life. So welcome back, and welcome to the dad corner. Um, we're going to jump straight in with a top 10 list of our top moments as dads. Not dads as in dad's crossing, not dads as in the being part of the Nintendo dads, but dads is in basically being fathers. Exactly. <laughs> Our favorite moments. So, um, which when I came to try and do a list of, there wasn't that many. I probably have a lot more, but as we start to go through these things, it's it's like with the Nintendo dads podcast list for the Animal Crossing, it'll probably just like the penny will drop and I'll be like, oh yeah, and there's this and oh yeah, there's this. But like ones where I have to really sit and think about proud moments oh, <laughs> your kids don't listen moments. to this do they <laughs> listen yeah. i don't have 10 proud moments of these kids okay come on <laughs> so, but, um no i think my, my top one is which sounds very wrong but i met my eldest daughter jay i met her when she was just before her eighth birthday is when i met her mom so obviously um there was a whole like the whole courting ritual between me and Lindsay before she kind of thought that I was safe enough to have around her daughter because, you know, kids are precious. Um, so my first proud moment and trying to make that connection with somebody that blessed had, had, had been through quite a bit and was probably a little confused at the time, but she's a really strong character was winning Jay over with a Minecraft pig. <laughs> so I got her the, the first thing I ever bought and it was for her birthday was a little Minecraft stuffed pig because she was like she was really into playing Minecraft on her iPad and uh, Terraria was the other one but I didn't know anything about Terraria to uh, like what to get but I knew she liked the pigs in Minecraft because she used to look after them she used to make little pens for them and things like that so it's kind of That's like awesome. I bought that and it was it's that's kind of like when Jay really warmed up to me, and then like we used to sit and she used to play Minecraft sat on my knee with a stuffed pig and show me. And that, yeah, that was kind of like a that's that's awesome, that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, um, for me, I'm I'm gonna go, we're gonna bob back and forth again. Uh, mine is uh, introducing Noah to Animal Crossing. Um, that, uh, that, I mean, Animal Crossing is just a big, it's a big love of mine. And to be able to show Noah, um, Animal Crossing for the first time and to have him really start to, uh, to like it too. That was just, that was just a cool moment. I imagine it's also getting him to understand what the game's about and the, the level of, um, there's a there's a small level of maturity with a game because you can just go around and be really reckless, but then to mm-hmm. have a bit of ownership about the area that you have and things like that, I bet that's been really nice to kind of see him grow up. Yeah, 
Yeah, it really has. And it's been it's been fun to watch him be just like who he who he's going to be on the island. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my goodness, what are you doing on this island? You know, <laughs> like, it's just stuff. Have you because when I came to your house on New Year's, he was chasing me around with his net. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. laughing and running around and chasing. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that's Noah, and uh, and so like, you know, sometimes you'll go there and there'll just be random stuff on the ground. For a while, he refused to use the bank, even though I showed him how to use it and what <laughs> buttons to push. And so there'd be like, there's just like ninety nine thousand bags of bells just laying everywhere on his island because I would. You know, I would always have him come over with whoever had the big money on the. So he was rich, like he had all kinds of money, but he refused to use the bank. So that's like bags of ninety nine thousand bells laying everywhere on his eye. So yeah, is is. But that was a that was a great moment to hear from. He's <laughs> just it's like one of those like an old person that stashes all the money under the mat. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust those banks. <laughs> That's totally the way it was. I mean, it was just like I was like, no, I put this in. He's like, I don't want to. It takes too long to get it. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah. the next one, the next one for me was because um, obviously I have a daughter from previous. Lindsay has a daughter from previous. We we kind of wanted to have a kid of his own, and it took a while um, for this to happen, and we kind of questioned abilities to have kids and the stresses that we're in Lindsay's was working a pretty stressful job as a she was a manager a care home um wow. and it was taking his toll on her quite a bit but the day we found out we were pregnant that was that was great um I can remember the morning really really well um Lindsay was literally it's like setting up to go and teach a course she was going to be stepping away for two days so she woke me up really early we did the test and like we both sat on the bed and it was like four o'clock in the morning because she was having to get on the road at six. And we all sat there waiting for this test to develop and we were like, oh, amazing. And we like I cried and had a cuddle about it. And then it was like, right, okay, see you later. <laughs> You're yeah. going away for two days. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Um, uh. But yeah, that was great. And like it's kind of like, it's been great ever since really. As much as Logan is a massive test. Um <laughs> He's great. <laughs> That's oh. fantastic. Yeah, my wife, uh, my wife took two tests because she just like totally didn't believe it. And then we went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Well, did you take tests?" And she's like, "Yeah, we took two. And she was like, "Well, if I give you another one, it's pretty much the same exact type of thing that you've already done." And I'm like, "Okay, well then we're good." My wife's like, "No, I want another." One. And I'm like, "Um, okay, but I believe she just said she's like, no, I want another." I'm like, "Okay, we'll, we'll take another I test." I want it confirming. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, mine for mine would be, uh, and I, I told this story once on the cast, but um, beating Super Mario Brothers two with with my daughter Ariel. Uh, she we we don't. She's becoming quite the gamer for sure. Um, but it, uh, she's that's kind of kind of come about this year. And so I was playing. I was journeying through all the Mario's with Noah. Noah started to play Super Mario Brothers 2 and absolutely just like rage quit the game. Like he just couldn't, he just couldn't figure out the turnips and the whole thing. And he, I don't think he liked the aesthetic and it just wasn't Mario to him, which I think we can all understand. And so he it's was like, I'm done. Mario game. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he just, he's like, I'm done. And so he just got up and walked away and I was like, and my daughter came into the room and she was like, 
where's Noah? And I was like, uh, Noah's not playing. And she was like, well, can I play? And I was like, sure. And so I was like, if you want. And so like, you know, she'd just fall off the edge. And then basically I'd take over and play my game. But we took turns the entire time. And so we beat uh, we beat Super Mario Brothers 2 together. So that was that was pretty that was pretty fun. I don't even think I've beaten Super Mario Bros. 2. So <laughs> we use saves. I'm not gonna lie. We use saves days. There was, it's there a was hard a lot game, of so tip my hat to, to Ariel. That's <laughs> quite a good feat. <laughs> um, um my next one is I, I get it, it's pregnant and related, but the day we found out that we were gonna have a boy. Because <laughs> we we kind of we both said to each other that like we both were girls, we wanted a boy. Um we both said that if the time that Lindsay got pregnant that we were having a girl, we'd try it one more time and then we'd be done and we'd be a far kid household and it'd be absolutely mental, crazy. Um, <laughs> luckily, with how crazy Logan's been, um, he was a boy, but I remember we, were, um, we had the scan at 20 weeks and we were sat there and the, the um, sonographer was like, all right, I can tell you that the sex of the baby, if you want, I've seen it. Um, do you want to see? And we'll show you. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, just, just move the the uh, the device around. And she's like, right, there you go. That's that's you're having a boy. And literally, like, I was overjoyed. I was overjoyed, but and so relieved at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like, yes, we don't have just, to do this again. <laughs> just started crying, and like, awesome. we were both really psyched. And then like, from there on, it's been ace because it's like. As Jay, Jay is into gaming, but she's very, she's very much like me when it comes to it. She, it's difficult to get her to play a game together. So, like, she'll lock herself in her bedroom and she'll play Roblox with her friends, and she'll even play Call of Duty stuff like that with her friends. It's very difficult for me to get her to say, "Well, if you're not online with your friends, why don't you go on yours? I'll go on mine, and we'll do." some duos on Call of Duty and she kind of, but Logan's starting to take a, a really big interest in, in gaming. And it's like, I did, did, will not use an iPad for love and the money. I cannot get the kid to use an iPad. It just doesn't do it. He's just not interested. iPads are literally just to watch. Yeah, that's it. He won't, he doesn't like, he doesn't get like the, doesn't like the idea of the touchscreen. And so I very much likes to play. So when I'm, if like, it's mainly when I sit and do the, the snowman on a morning or something like that, he'll sit on my knee and he gets a controller out and sits there with me. In and he's like, Oh look, daddy, <laughs> I'm awesome. doing it. And it's so yeah. Having a boy and being able to do that because the girls weren't as interested. Um, mm-hmm. where Logan definitely is. So. That's cool. That's really cool. By the way, I don't know. You, you have a great kid because my, my children are obsessed with iPads. Like they like the switch, but like they're just as happy to be on an iPad. So that's interesting. Awesome. I don't, I don't, we, He's just getting it now where like if he's watching something on YouTube and the advert comes up, he knows to wait for the skip ad button and he'll press it, but he just doesn't grasp the, and I mean, this is a clever kid, like with his numbers and, and right. things like that. And, but he just doesn't grasp the idea of touchscreen. So like he kind of like wants to kind of press his finger through it because he's waiting for <laughs> a, a genuine click from a button. So there's, yeah. there's no haptic feedback. He kind of just doesn't get it. So, yeah, it was it was it was definitely not knowing when telling when my uh, 
we we finally forced my son to crawl. We knew he could do it, but he just wouldn't do it. We finally forced my son to crawl when I threw my phone across the room <laughs> with the light, with like there was like this light thing going on in it. And so I threw it across the room and he was like, hmm. and he was just like got up and started to crawl. I was like, I knew he could do it. He just needed the right thing. And what would it be? But a but like a phone making noise with some lights. So yep. <laughs> it was just like that was it. Um I have uh I talked about this one before, but I'll I I will say it again. Uh my journey through the Mario's with um with the 2D Mario's and then Mario 3D All Stars. My journey through the Mario's with uh, my kiddos, I have enjoyed that immensely this year. That has been a lot of fun and to just show them that um, and just in general. So, yeah, look at how I spent all my childhood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Look, look how easy gaming's got now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those things are very true. With save states, save baby. States and- <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, um, teaching Jay to ride a bike was actually an intensely proud moment and a massive like milestone for her because um she just could she just didn't want to do it i mean she was nine maybe ten which is quite late to learn how to ride a bike like Mm -hmm. she just had zero interest she'd happily run around with her friends but wouldn't cycle anywhere and um it took some doing. It's easy. It's easy to balance a small kid on a small bike with no stabilizers, but you get like a nine, ten-year-old on a full-size bike and try and run at full speed while trying to balance somebody. Oh my god, it took some work. But <laughs> you got to work out. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, it was good, and um, her, her actual dad was really impressed because he tried she'd fallen off and jay is one of these where if she can't do something straight away she doesn't want to do it if she hurts herself while trying something i don't want to do it or if she thinks and perceives that she won't be able to do it and then not being able to do it she might get hurt or make a fool of herself she won't do it so yeah it was a big moment for me because it was kind of like bringing Jay out of the shell a little bit and also physically getting somebody to ride a bike. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I then taught Emma, I then taught Emily and Emily was really easy because she was so much smaller and kind of like when she fell, she didn't have as far to fall and she kind of bounced a little bit more. <laughs> but yeah, she kind of like took to riding a bike like a duck to water. She was off. That's it. And now she's on the thing every day if she can. That's yeah. All right. Well, I'll keep that in mind. So Noah needs to learn to ride a bike next year. So that, that'll, that'll be the thing. I'll be like, listen, it's going to be harder when you get older. So learn now. <laughs> he's having trouble with those. He likes riding a bike. He, he He's very hesitant on those training routes. He's not uh, not wanting to get rid of those things at all. So um, I'm actually going to change my last one because I just thought of this. Uh, Noah uh, losing losing his, uh, his first two. That happens. That happened this year. That was uh, that was a little bit a little bit dramatic for him. He actually has another one he needs to lose. I don't I don't know if your kids were like 
like they're just it's a big deal to Noah. like he's just like his he just doesn't want uh he doesn't want to he's like no it'll just fall out and i'm like it's not he had like teeth growing behind he had like adult teeth starting to come behind those teeth so we like really had a and it's not like we could go to a dentist it was in the midst of a quarantine so but they came out it was slightly traumatic um but uh we got them out and uh that was probably probably another moment Jay- for us Jay was the same. She'd like, she'd get a wobbly tooth. I can remember as a kid, if I got a wobbly tooth, I was like, this, this thing's coming out. This yes. Thing's me. Like, thank you. I'm going to pens, I'm getting money for this. Get out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> but like, Jay would hold on to him. She'd be like, it'd be wobbling. And you could see it. Like, if she was chewing something, you could see this tooth, like, just flicking <laughs> yeah. around. It's like, why do you just pull it out? She's like, no, 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 no. Oh. Yeah. That's the way Noah is, man. <laughs> he's had, the, he's got this tooth in the front that I swear is hanging on by like a, like a small piece of skin and nothing else, but he like, he keeps chewing out of the side of his mouth. And I just, I almost just ripped it out. I almost just, has he got a a Nerf gun? (laughs) You're not joking, are you? Is this this how you took out JST? (laughs) No, no. I sent a video um, of this dad and his kid on, um, where was it now? I'll see if I can find it, but it's sat there and he's like, he's got this Nerf bullet and he kind of like, ties his piece of string to this nerf bullet, puts it in the nerf gun and then ties it over into the kid's tooth and just fires his bullet. And you just see this tooth go. <laughs> so very... Okay. I will admit to this though. We were playing um, uh, uh, Fox and Hens. The kids like to play this too, is that two people, two of us are the hens and one's the fox. We take turns. So I was the, I, <laughs> I was the fox and I was running with Noah and he looked back and I thought, I think I could probably just accidentally swipe his mouth and I could knock it right out. Like I legit had that thought. Like I could get this tooth out and be like, no, I'm so sorry. I didn't, but it's out now, but I really didn't know it. I really thought about doing it. I don't a know lot, how a lot of Jays, a lot of Jays were brushed out. So if like we were going to like help brush it, teeth or anything like that and make sure she brushed them properly like Lindsay would be like oh, I'm just gonna just gonna make sure that I'm, oh you've got some of your dinner stuck in you and she'd be like, <laughs> brushing this wobbly tooth until it came out so yeah yeah so something like that's gonna happen so anyway Emily takes after like us that that tooth if it's wobbly she's like oh look I've got a wobbly tooth and she just does not stop playing with it until it's out so yeah that's how I was so it's really weird to me but anyways yeah um i want to know about this next one (laughs) so so this happened in the first lockdown um she was really bored basically and so like and Lindsay kind of said to me she's this is a really good time while jay is like not at school and you're at home you know teach jay things that you know you can do or things that you, you know, you, you were interested in doing, I'll just basically teach you life skills. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so I went into the garage, we came back in the house and I've got a professional lock picking kit, um, which when I worked at, at the previous power station, um, once everything, we'd shut everything down, we started decommissioning everything, like shifts, 12 hour shifts with no plant to run was getting really boring. Um, so we kind of all like kind of, We'd all come up with an idea on the shift and be like, um, let's learn how to do this. Let's learn how. So like some guys learn, literally learn how to knit 
full grown awesome. like 56 year old men learning to knit stuff <laughs> um i wanted to learn how to pick locks so we'd get youtube videos up i bought a, a lock picking kit which came with a practice like a clear acrylic looking lock that you can see through so you can see all the pins and like yeah it became i'm i'm, I'm okay i can't do like if i wouldn't be able to come and pick your front door because it's a lot harder than the movies make it out to be. Just sure. the, the way the, the twin pins, and so there's pins at the top, pins at the bottom, and you're going to keep the pressure on, but not enough, too much. So there's loads of stuff like that. So I came back in the house, and Lindsay's like, what have you got? And I was like, oh, I've got my lock-picking kit. And she like, looked at me, she's like, what? <laughs> so I went upstairs and like sat down on Jay's bed, and I was like, do you want to learn how to pick a lock? And she like, looked at me, she's this like, this is the it's greatest really easy. thing in the world. I said, it's really easy once you figured out like what you need to do to do it. And so, so yeah, I've taught Jay to pick, and she can pick, she can pick the practice lock blindfolded. That's pretty impressive. She's quite impressive. Yeah. You know, at some point something's going to happen and Lindsay's going to be like, why did you teach her to pick locks? Can just see it. (laughs) Well, I I offered like, do you want to learn how to wire up a plug properly? So, you know, I'm just like, I try to think of all the things that like, as I've gotten older and I've listened to like friends that are like, from school that are girls and stuff like that. And they're all like, oh, I, I just get the husband to do that. Or I just get my husband to do that. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, I'd, it's like, cause they don't know how. So it's like changing the, an inner tube when you on your bike. It's, I kind of wanted to do the sensible side of things, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I chose no, it makes the sense. teacher to pick a lock. <laughs> hey, if that's what she's into, there you go. Um, all right. Um, oh, I do. Um, no, sorry, I don't. Never mind. My bad. I was thinking something else. Um, I don't think we got any. No, we didn't. I, ones. Not on. Not on the dad. Not on the dad top ten. No, but no. I said there's, there's. I can think of there's like loads more of just little ones like. Um, just catchphrases that we've taught Logan. So adios suckers and stuff like that. And... <laughs> but yeah. And his first swear word, he said his first swear word yesterday. Oh no. <laughs> that's, a, that's the top 10 for 2021 right there. <laughs> yeah. And it took me by surprise. And I looked at him and I was like, you just don't say that ever, ever again. <laughs> He dropped the yeah. F-bomb in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. So, For yeah. a week's time, there was a, well, there was a kid at church that would say, as ironic as it says, there was, that would say the F-word a lot, a lot. And so for like a so week's time, it like got stuck in Noah's head. Like it was really bad. Like he would say it and I'd be like, Noah, you do not say that. Go to your room. And he would get in serious trouble. Like, I mean, we were pretty serious about it. And he was just, like you could tell he was almost frustrated with himself. Like he didn't want to say it, but it, I don't know. It was like stuck in there somewhere. And so it took like a week of serious punishments of like losing stuff, being in your room for a long time before he finally lost it. But yeah, it was, it was I mean, pretty interesting. I've got, we've got a bit of a strange concept when it comes to the, like using foul language. I'm okay with, with the, if obviously don't go use it in every sentence because that's just disgusting. It's not, you don't need to use it. The English language is a fantastic thing and you don't need, but to use it where appropriate is okay. 
And I can remember the first time Jay ever swore. And um, I don't know if you haven't, but um, like aerial adventures where you kind of you wear a you wear a harness and you kind of on objects that are hanging in trees and stuff like that. I was yeah, doing I, one of those. Which, yeah. Okay. Uh, doing one of those, we, we, we've got it, it's called Go Ape over here. I don't know if you have something similar, but um, I was doing one of those with Jay and she's in front of me and she's on one of these obstacles and it's basically just a piece of wood suspended from a tree um, like by two bits of rope and there's loads of them and she's got to kind of like walk around. They're really slippy. And, um, and she's going along, she slips and she falls into the harness, which obviously is quite scary because you're well, yeah. 20 foot up in the tree. And I heard her drop the S word. <laughs> and I like, I looked at her and she like, she realized, looked at me and I just looked at her and just started laughing. And she's like looking really confused. And when she got onto the next platform, I got across with her and I was like, kind of, I was like, look, I get why you said it. I absolutely get it. You were in the moment. It's scary. That's fine. You've used it in the correct like I drop something and or if I slip or something like you say it and it comes out and says you've mm-hmm. used it exactly where somebody would use it. That's mm-hmm. fine. Don't use it all the time. Logan yesterday used the F word in exactly the right context. <laughs> <laughs> and because it, it took, I was I was getting him out of the car. Lindsay was getting something out of the boot, and I was like, I cut him out of the car after I told him, like, you don't use those words. They're really not. He put him on the floor. I <laughs> Lindsay is almost crying with silent laughter. <laughs> he basically like he was trying to open the car door to get out after like he'd got himself out of his seat, and he just he literally just went, I couldn't get the door open, and I was just like, what? <laughs> What? <laughs> so like just use it but yeah I just other than that I, I don't like the kids using any bad language other than when like if you cut yourself if you drop something on your toe if like you slip and you fall that's fine it just slips out it's there it's part of the English language you can't hide it but to just use it like F this and F that and F the other no, it's just right, a big yeah. But yeah, but like I said, now like we started talking about it, I can just they're just dropping like, yeah, yeah, they're all, yeah, that's how it always works. All right, the last top ten coming up. Let's see what's going on with the top ten of the gaming top. All right, this is gonna be. Our top 10 games of 2020. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't have to be Nintendo. Uh, just uh, what we think is our top 10 games. Sean, why don't you start us off? What's your top? <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Why don't we do this one backwards? Why don't we go 10 to 1 on this one? Why don't we do it that way? So what is your number 10 game, Sean? So my number 10 game... I haven't done mine in a specific order. So what's number 10 on my list is um, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And, oh, sorry. this is You didn't... Num- oh, I'm sorry. I didn't uh, that um, yeah. <laughs> but if you want me to do it, uh, probably Cyberpunk 2077 is probably the bottom of the list. Is the bottom so of the list. Because, just because of the massive dumpster fire that it has been. Um 
Yeah, because it, you had a lot of glitches in your system, right, to play it. Or it's yeah, almost unplayable, you said, in the yeah. last. Sorry. In the last games, yeah. I'm still waiting for Microsoft to say, this is when the next lot of Xboxes are coming, because I am getting one. That's the, the aim for the end of this month is to have a new Xbox. <laughs> so, nice. So nice. Cyberpunk 2077 might go from bottom to top very quickly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that could very well could be. Um, number 10 for me, Clubhouse Games. Um, it's on there really. Thanks to, thanks to Sean. (laughs) Thanks to Drew and John, uh, for monthly mayhem. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm not going to say I played it a ton after that. Uh, every once in a while, my son and I'll break it out and play some checkers or some tanks. Uh, he really likes the tanks games. Um, but, uh, yeah, number 10 is clubhouse games for me. What's number nine for you, Sean? Number nine is a game called pipe BMX. Um, there's, there's three games in a similar sort of genre. So I really like um, Tony Hawk's as a kid growing up. And then EA launched the Skate franchise, um, which kind of took it to the next level for how the, you control the, the skater and the board as two separate entities and stuff like that. Um, but then also as a kid, I used to play Dave Mira, Freestyle BMX, which mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've that a little incidentally, bit I need to reach out to Dan because um, my mom found my original PlayStation, the first PlayStation. Really? She's found my original copy of Dave Mirror's Freestyle BMX Remix, which like was really hard to come by at the time anyway. Um, so I nice. want to know if that's if that's worth anything as a collector or if if it's just worth nothing. But um, but yeah, so I used to love playing those games because I used to do a lot of mountain biking, BMXing, skating as a kid. I used to throw myself off steps and everything and was an idiot. But <laughs> um, so yeah, pipe BMX. It was um, it was a bit of a, a a group of developers basically that didn't have a massive budget set about trying to make a, a BMXing game. It's very raw. It's very difficult there isn't much of a soundtrack to the game um there isn't many levels to it but the they're really honed in on like how you control the the bike and the, the character really well it needs a lot of work um there is another bmx game that's similar that's in the pipeline that's coming out but it's only available on steam and not having a computer that can run steam very well or the internet that runs streaming it very well I've not been able to do anything with it. So, but that's, yeah, that's number nine. Nice. Number nine for me, Mario Kart Live. Um, not going to lie, we don't play it much, but when we do, it's a ton of fun. It's a great concept. Uh, this is the this is the one, FYI, in case you're unfamiliar, where you, uh, it, it, you buy the car too, and uh, it has an AR camera on it, and you're racing basically on a Mario Kart track made in your own home. Um, so when we do get, when we do play it, we have a ton of fun. We don't break it out as much as I would probably like us to. Hence the reason I never bought a second one. Um, I was really thought it'd be cool to race them together, but we just don't play it enough to spend that kind of money. Um, so yeah, Mario Kart live mix number, number nine for me. Cool. Um, I'm going to do eight and seven at the same time because they're basically the same game, just with two different tiles, Okay. <laughs> the same genre. So off the back of pipe BMX and like the playing skate, um, 
Creature Studios and the guys behind the Barracks, which is a, a skate park in Los Angeles, I believe, that's run by two OG, like the people I used to have, Eric Costin and Steve Bearer, who were like two big idols of mine when I was a kid skating. That's um, awesome. They made a, a company called the Barracks. They do loads of the massive social media giants. Um, but they worked on a game called Skater XL. And so in eighth place for me would be one the one by Creature Studios, which is called Sessions. And that's only because it's a bit more difficult than Skater XL in uh, there's a lot more to control. Like you, not only do you control just the feet of the character, but you also control the individual foot and the way that you place the foot. And there's a lot more in the mechanics to it. Yeah. So it makes it really difficult to, to play. Um, but if you really like skating and like the technicality side of skating, it's a great game. A Skater XL's got similar sort of mechanics, but easier to pick up. So that's why I get seventh. And I actually spend quite a lot of time playing Skater XL. It's the it's the game that if like I fire up the Xbox and I've only got like 40 minutes, I'll play that rather than anything else because it doesn't take long to load. And it's a good way of passing time. So sure. that's eight and seven. Um, well, that makes that works out well for me because, I mean, my next two games are Mario games. Um, eight and seven <laughs> both. Uh, eight is uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Um, I know it's not, you know, it's just a package of what we've already got. They didn't do, I wish they would have maybe cleaned up a little bit of stuff, um, especially in uh, Super Mario 64 with that dreadful camera. But, um, and then my my next one is Super Mario 35. Um, I played that. I didn't really get into the monthly mayhem for that. Uh, people just really flew like way high. And I knew I was like, I don't want to spend that much time in this game to get that. But I really like the concept. It's got, it's the Tetris 99 version. It's the Super Mario version of Tetris 99. Um, except I horrible at Tetris 99. And I actually was able to like, at least repeat in, in, uh, in this version. And so that was a lot of fun. It was a really good reimagining or a way to like revamp the old super, the, the OG Super Mario, I guess you'd say. So. Yeah, I enjoyed that one as well. Um, it did make mm-hmm. another reason why I did make the top ten is because of how much I didn't play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a that was a thing that I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, so the next one, which would be six, is Tom Clancy's The Division Two, um, which I don't know how much you enjoy third person like cover shooters and stuff like that but if it ever pops or if the original one ever pops up on game pass i'd definitely advise picking it up on the xbox because it's a great the division and the division two are two very good games um very post-apocalyptic um survival games but um the first one definitely was amazing it's set basically in the full map of new york city so um and it's like a flu. Basically, it's like coronavirus. It's actually the more I think about it, it's exactly like that. There's a massive flu pandemic that had killed thousands of people in the city and brought it to lockdown. There's like, wow, 
actually the more I describe it, it really is like, no. <laughs> You're like, well, it's 120 is what we got it. Yeah. Okay, great. But yeah, basically the division is 2020. Um, but yeah, that was a really good game. So is it, it's an um, open world game? It is an open world game. It was the first hmm. game to use the Snowflake engine, uh, graphics engine. So like real time weather changes, real time night to day changes. Um, hmm. It's, it's on Game Pass, right? If it's if divisions on Game Pass, I'd definitely pick it up. I think you'd really enjoy it. It's Being a very very long, um, very much. Uh, cover and shoot game with okay. a tech side of it. So you get like little remote turrets and you can like a controlled rolling grenade. So a bit like, um, what's the BB-8? A bit like mm-hmm. BB-8 basically, but you put it on the floor and you can control where it goes or it can automatically lock on. It screams in between all the obstacles and explodes when it hits the target and stuff like that. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, yeah I didn't... Sorry, I'm I'm more interested knowing it's an open world game. I'm fairly certain I saw it on there, but I didn't realize that that's what it was. Yeah, there's there's different districts. So, like there is in New York, there's all the different boroughs and stuff like that, and the different districts have harder enemies and stuff like that than others. Um, so, it is open world, but you can only get to a certain point where you don't have the right firepower to take on those people, which which is fair enough. Kind of, mm-hmm. Otherwise, you could walk around everywhere. But, um, yeah, there's, like, there's proper infected zones. So you have to, to go in these infected zones. You have to have a respirator mask, and you have to have the right level filter in this mask to go inside certain buildings because um, the air and the, the contamination in that area is higher than anywhere else, like the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they've got like Macy's shopping centers in there. Um, Madison Square Gardens is there. It's basically is the New York City main Manhattan Island. All there, so, and there is a multiplayer aspect to it as well, so which is pretty good. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I might have to check that out. Although I say that, but I still have Fable loaded, and I want to check that out, and I haven't gotten there either. I'm too slow on these games. That's the problem. Like John from Retro Logic is like, you're beating mortals. You're like, I'm like, you just started like a week ago. How'd you beat it up? I don't know. Anyways, uh, next game, next game for me, tangent. Um, Boomerang Foo. It's probably a weird one, but um, of all the games on this list so far, that's the game I have played the most. Uh, by far, without a doubt, my son absolutely loves that game. And uh, we, I mean, it's just a game we have played a ton of in December with. If we're playing a game together, it's probably Boomerang Foo. Um, it, it really is well balanced. It's a game where they've really thought about, you know, what kind of attack you need. You got short, you got medium, you got long. And though it's only just one Boomerang, it's just a ton of fun. So it's a good game. Excuse me. And I just put Sean to sleep talking about a boomerang. No, no, it's not that. It's, it's <laughs> staying up till late has really caught up with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's also trying to make sense of my list. So probably the next one is Paper Mario. It's It was a fantastic game. Um, but now I've finished it, there isn't a right lot to go back and do. Yeah. Which is why it isn't high up. If they add content to it, a later date that'd be great but yeah 
it's the only reason why it's not higher up is that there's games that I've played more and had more content to it once I'd finished it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that too. And in my, my head, I was going to like 100% it because I did beat it, but I was going to like do it, but then never. Uh, so, never happened. Um, Spirit Fair is next on my list. Um, I haven't beat this game yet. I need to go back and beat it. I'm probably halfway through it. I uh, really haven't haven't ha- had enjoyed and have enjoyed what I played. Um, uh, spiriting uh, spirits to the other side of to you got to finish their tasks and get them to the other side of the of the world or whatever. Um, and you're you're building your boat along with it. And so I have uh, yeah, it's a game right up my alley, and I've certainly enjoyed it so far. Cool. Um... I think the next one is Super Mario 3D All-Stars for me. And that's just for the nostalgia level. I, I absolutely loved it. And, and loads of people hit the saying, oh, the Mario, Super Mario 64, was the camera was still as broken as it was in the original. I, I completely disagree. I think they've done a really good job of fixing it. You think it's <laughs> fixed? To, um, I think it's fixed in the way that you can control it. Yes. Really? Yeah, I mean, listen, I beat that uh, game on Super Mario 3D All-Stars and I thought it was... Don't get me wrong, I don't know that I wanted them to fix it, but... Wow. Now I want to play it on an N64, which is never going to happen. But I want to only to see how broken it is on an N64. That thing is... Uh, man, it's, and I mean, it's, I have so, played it on N64, I just don't remember it. No, I've got, I've got an N64 upstairs with Super Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time. And Pokemon Snap, which I want another Pokemon Snap. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were supposed yeah. to get that. That never happened. I mean, I'm sure we That's will, true. but it, I thought we would have had it by December, quite frankly. Um, um, but yeah. But, so your testament is that N6 that Super Mario 64 is 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 better on it on 3D All Stars than it is on the N64. They've done something to help it. Yes, they've made it. Wow. You don't have to use those far little. No, sorry, those three little yellow buttons to control the camera, which they've put it in a more easier place to get to. That's the, that's the only way I say it's fixed, is it's okay. easier all to right. manage. All right, fair enough. Yeah, because that was tough. That's all I got to say. That was, <laughs> I was ready to be done with that game when I was done with that game. That's all I can say. Um, I'm sorry, were you done? I didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah, I'm just sorry. Uh, sorry, I'm just shocked by that. <laughs> um, the next one for me is Immortals. I'm not going to lie, there might be some recency bias here. Um, but I have really enjoyed it. I really thought, no, should it be below or some of these other games? But I don't think it should. I, I, I so far um, have have really enjoyed my time with uh, with this game. So it's really, I've already talked about it enough, I think. Um, so that was what she was. And see, I should have done my list in like top. You're fine. You're fine. No, you're just trying to like do the math in your head. Like I'm like carry the um, one, and then I got two, and I just use that one. So. so this would be my third place then. Yeah. So Tony Hawk's one and two remake. Um, I have almost a hundred percent of that game. <laughs> I'm surprised you December. haven't. I figured you would have by now. No, um, um, the, 
how good I'm getting at Warzone or Call of Duty Warzone, which the only reason why Warzone didn't make this list is it came out in 2019, otherwise it'd be at the top of this list. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm getting so much better at Warzone, and that's thanks to TikTok. Basically, I'm watching, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm watching short TikTok videos of other people doing stuff, and I'm like, oh, didn't realize you could do that. That's an amazing edit. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk's it's up there it, again. The nostalgia thing, but Activision did a really, really good job at bumping the graphics on this thing. Not only did they remake, but they completely like remastered, reimagined, redid. But then also made all the original skaters older, brought in new skaters that are relevant to twenty 2020 twenty and twenty nineteen. Um, like it's, there's a the skate team that USA. Uh, releasing for the Olympics if they don't take every medal I will be shocked well and truly because you've got like Niger Houston and which you, you're looking a little bit like <laughs> but I'm just listening you, yeah no you're way out of my league I'm just listening if you um, if you YouTube Niger Houston and his pushing for gold Settlement that he's done. They've like they've done an episode of each skater that's going to skate for the US skate team. Um, they are fantastic. They're like the absolute masters of the game at the moment, and they brought all them into turnouts, which was really nice. It was a good nod from Activision to acknowledge that and bring them in. So they did a really cool. good job. Cool, cool. Um, number three for me is Paper Mario. So, uh, really already talked about that. I had fun with my son with that. Um, so yeah. Paper the Mario. story was so good. The, it really the, was. The felt pit with Babon was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so number two on my list, and it was a very close battle between these two because they came out at exactly the same time. <laughs> and I've probably spent as much time playing them both. Which shockingly, I didn't pick up Doom really? Eternal until like the yeah, yeah, I've put a lot of hours into Doom Eternal. Um, <laughs> is Doom Eternal is number two in my top 10. Um, it's just a good game. I don't know how much of it you've managed to play. Or not, a, not, not much, not much. I mean, it doesn't shock <laughs> me that it's number two. It doesn't, that doesn't shock me at all. It does shock me that you put in a similar amount of hours into that game. Wow, that game is a lot longer than I anticipated. Um, it's only going back and trying to hundred percent it. So yeah, and then doing it on the various different levels, mm. like difficulty settings, just for fun, basically. It's so right, yeah. as hard as possible for the laugh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I it can't is. imagine that game on like the I don't know the the crazy levels that were. Yeah, I can't. Imagine. Um, my second is Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is kind of a cheat because it technically, I believe, came out in 2019 on the on Xbox. I think it did. Maybe it came out in 2020. I can't remember. Anyways, it came out in 2020 on the Switch. That's for sure. And so, um, so that's where I that's where I saw, or that's where I got to play. Um, and so I tried I, to play those because they were on Game Pass, aren't they? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I downloading them on the Xbox or Game Pass and tried to play them. And I didn't understand what I was doing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I didn't download it on the Xbox. I didn't play it on Xbox. I'm sure it's, 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 I'm sure it's beautiful on the Xbox compared to the Switch. Um, but it just seems like a game if you can cozy up on the couch 
and put on some headphones and just because it's 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 got a great story i don't know it just that's that's my that's my baby that's how i want it that's how i like to take in games like that um it just seems like a game made for the switch in that sense so yeah and then of of, of course i mean number one for both of us as soon as we did a We've done a podcast for nearly a year <laughs> on this game. Is Animal Crossing? Um, That's right. For so, I don't follow the Game of the Year titles and stuff for games because I think sometimes it's rigged. Not well, not rigged, but it's biased based on like the platforms that are out there. So, Xbox did it for quite a few years based on the fact that they released a new console and so on and so forth. Um, what? awards has this game actually been given animal crossing yes that didn't get know. game of the year no it didn't get game of the year no no no, no it didn't it, it it was nominated but it didn't get game of the year it, it got family game i believe um i don't know if it got much else than that quite frankly i mean i'm sure it's been given awards by other by other places but by like the big um game awards show it missed it missed game of the year and that's all i really know and i know it got family game i'm like 99.9 percent sure it got family game so um yeah but i think i can't remember what game i'm not even gonna try to sit here and say i know which game i don't remember um but yeah it's it's obviously my game of the year i mean that was <laughs> that was obvious I wasn't. Un- I was unsure though if it was going to be your game of the year. I was interested to see if that was going to actually be your. Game. Um, for some strange reason that website has crashed. <sighs> I was just quickly looking through. Now I've got a list of what games won what. So no, it didn't win anything. <laughs> wow, not a single thing. The it, it didn't win title. Family Game of the Year. I thought it did. No. Un- <laughs> Untitled Goose Game. One family, <laughs> family game, game of the year. year. <laughs> <laughs> game is so pretty, funny though. That's pretty special. Um, that is a good game. That's a good game. I don't know, but anyways, we're not gonna do it. But yeah, that's my that's uh that's my top ten. That's your top ten. Yeah, that's pretty good. So to take us out of all these top tens, um <laughs> which there was a lot. I'm surprised we didn't is it no, it's not. What are it we? Is the first. It's the first podcast of 2021. So yes, it is. I'm surprised we didn't do any resolutions. So I think my next resolution is is to probably be more prepared with everything. <laughs> my resolution is to make a resolution. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, as always, Dad Crossing is a part of the Nintendo Dad Family Podcast. You can find new Nintendo Dad content wherever podcasts are found. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, because we do enjoy feedback, it's what helps us tailor this into something which is nicer for your ears. Reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram. Everything is at NDadCrossing. Uh, we want to thank the Nintendo Dads for allowing us to operate under their umbrella. And um, From Nick, and myself, Sean, we hope your village is snowy and your villagers are happy. Now we'll go back.